Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Okay, everything we've said in recent days, talking about endless topics, may have come to a grinding halt. Here we are on July 13th, and our first tweet response of the day mentioned Mike Greer and Rob Ray as candidates to fill in on the roster this year. Marty, what have we unearthed on, what is it, Thursday? July 13th? I don't know. I just want to make sure I don't assume tomorrow's Friday at this point. Well, we did ask, what would you love for the Sabres right now? So, I mean, it's not in October. It's right now. And right now, well, maybe a little robbery in my career would be fun, um, you know, for summer workouts and bench press and squats, because uh, those two could definitely lift the weights. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously tongue in cheek, right? Because um, there is still some work to be done this summer, but it feels like it's very much vacation time and cruise control time until it gets to September. Obviously, there is going to be some arbitration hearing later in the month and then a second buyout window. So we may see a lot of actions then. Oh, but right now, look at quiet. you full of optimism for potential talking points why don't why don't you run down the arbitration hearing schedule while you're at it oh no we're not reading that that's uh because the chances are is that 98 percent of them won't happen they higher. will be like higher percent you think like it's usually one or two a year that go to arbitration almost yeah i feel like even fewer than that but like i, I, I could made be my case I helped out one year I went. The other year, I almost showed up. We went to breakfast. And by the time breakfast was over, we had made a deal before going to arbitration. So I I know the feeling that it comes down with when you get close to it. But, um, and that's, look, it's for some players, it's a pressured like time. Like you're going to arbitration, um, you know, within 48 hours, you'll know what you're getting or maybe even sooner. And that's it, right? There's no more negotiating, and that's the way it is. And guess who could have been, but very quickly didn't end up going that route? Is Ty Delandria one of those guys? No. My guy. Because he signed. My guy. Who's your guy? My guy. Will the Thrill. Oh, Will Borgen. Yeah, they had filed for it. That that was a waste of paper transaction. It was a waste of paper, but it's the point of what you're saying. Usually, guys file, eh. It gets done. This was like getting it done early and Will finally got paid. Now I say finally, I recognize that he doesn't still yet have a ton of games in the NHL, but I really like that deal for Borgen and for Seattle. I think it absolutely slotted in perfectly. I'm still a little 
I guess I shouldn't be confused with some of the things that Seattle does because uh, clearly their first year stumble was likely an aberration. I think they have the plan and the pieces in place, but I think from afar, they are still rather fascinating to watch. I'm just, I'm happy with, with Will. Now the genesis of our Twitter question today is because you need to know that on a regular basis, our source for story ideas is NHL.com. It's really the heart of all hockey news at this point in time. (laughs) And there was a sidebar headline that said the Islanders in quotes would love to have Parise return. So it prompted us to ask the question, you know, what would you love to have happen? So here we are. And the first response was Greer and Ray. I have a great and then, answer to that, but it doesn't work. And then with, it was just veteran forward with Snarl yeah, and all snarl. the rest of it. So we got an NHL goalie. Listen, I we're going to talk about NHL goaltenders a little later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was on on Shope and the Bulldog. Shope is on vacation, so I was with Bulldog and Sal last night, uh, yesterday afternoon, for just a little bit. We talked mm-hmm. about goalie, and I'm like, okay, so like. Are we thinking Devin Levi is the guy 65 games, 60 games next year? No, we're not thinking that, but you, you can manage it. And I don't want three goalies in Buffalo, but I do feel that when I list all the teams and all their goalies, there's so many teams that have a one, a two and a two B like, you know, how we talk about having a one A and a one B there's mm-hmm. a one, a two A and a two B. There is three goaltenders that many organization will use in the season. Last year, the Ottawa Senators used seven or eight. Like, it was insane, right? We've seen that with the Sabres in the past, too. But I feel that the Sabres have NHL-quality goaltenders. It's just, I loved when, I loved you... when the Senators uh, tweeted <laughs> yesterday or the day before with such great excitement that Mando oh. was back. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Like, okay, yeah. where was he? Five, six, or seven on the depth chart? But it was Dude, just the enthusiasm. Was he, was yeah, he the one it. with the bright yellow and blue gear? Like I, I know. I just remember them... he had his whole family there, and it yes. was crazy. And he had like a massive forty-plus, maybe even close to fifty save performance. Was it against the Islanders? I think it was against the Islanders. So yeah, anyway, I think it was. But anyway, like yeah. So um, look, I think we got the goal. Now, my answer to what I would love the Sabers. Um, and I, I, I want to make sure I have what I would love for the Sabres right now mm-hmm. is to have, and, and maybe it's a wrong way to say it. Um, but remember last year, what was the problem at home last year? The color of their uniforms. <laughs> wow. Right? What a loaded question that was. <laughs> yes. There that, was a lot that, of answers. Like, that's that why was, I jumped right that. in there. I didn't want to let you go down a wrong path here. But it was the color of their uniforms, like their record in the goat head that you are yeah. sporting right now. If you're watching an MSG, uh-huh. the goat head hat compared to my royal and gold uh, was so opposite. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, like either we got to look at wearing the goat head more often next year so that the record, like even if it's five more games, like that would have been mm-hmm. four wins and maybe an overtime loss. That's the playoffs right there. Mm-hmm. Or take some of the goat head magic and sprinkle it on top of the royal and gold and then make it happen like that is what i would love for the sabers right now to have the same home record 
for the, the full schedule, 41 home games, as they did with their Goathead jerseys last year. More and more people are saying if they had just worn royal pants with the white retro, then the results might have been better, too. I, I am not. Now, I I'm wanted not, white pants and white helmets. They got they wore the blue helmets, and I yeah. wanted white and white so that yeah. it's a full out whitewash. I, I would have gone with the whitewash too, like you. So I'm not. But I'm if not, you go blue I'm helmet, pant, you go blue. blue pants. I get that. Like that, yeah. I think that look would have no, been but, really yeah. good too. Yeah. Well, anyway, jerseys aside, who's going to fill the jerseys? And I think that's where the would love question comes into it. Like, I guess if I'm sitting here trying to answer it, I would love. If we had a little more clarity Ooh. on Victor Olofsson's situation. Yes. yes. Because I think, I think that I think that in itself, and that's not, you know, I can hear the other side of that right now. Well, the clarity is he's on the team and he has a chance to take Jack Quinn's spot, right? Okay, I get that. Um, but I don't want to call it common sense, but I think the reality is, is if you can move him and create more opportunity for the expanded internal competition for not only where Olofsson was in the lineup last year, but the short-term replacement for Quinn, um, I just think it makes it, you know, it allows the competition you know what to I would really, love? really, really, really take hold, you know. Come when, when looking at Victor Olofsson, what I would love, I would love him to come out and just say what's on his heart. And just mm-hmm. be 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 open. Like, so I go back to me, like, and I said that to, to Bulldog yesterday and Sal, 2005, 2006, right? We lose mm-hmm. to Carolina, game seven. We're on our way back. We're flying. JP Dumont, after a few pops, like he's laughing, at, you know, yeah, we're devastated, but that doesn't mean we can't, you know, have a lighthearted conversation. And he's like, well, I'm going to need a new roommate next year because Marty's going to be gone because everybody thought I was getting traded that summer. Right. Like it's Ryan Miller's the guy I'm getting traded. This is happening. Mm -hmm. So, and I was honest about it. I was like, yeah, I'm probably gone. I'm probably a goner. But, and people were asking me at the end of the season, do you think you'll be back? Well, probably not, but you know, who knows? And then when I was in, in training camp and JP was a goner, by the way, he's the one that went to arbitration and didn't work Mm -hmm. out. And he was a goner. Um, They're asking me, what's your mindset? Mindset's the same. I got a year before I'm a non-restricted free agent. I want to be a number one goaltender in the NHL. I'm going to work my butt off and I'm going to win games here because I'm part of a great team and I want this team to be fantastic. and I want to win a cup. And also I want to be a number one goaltender somewhere one day. And, and I want people to know that I am a number one caliber goaltender in the National Hockey League. So I, that's my mindset, right? I was very honest about it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at Victor and I'm like, okay, like I would love for Victor and it's hard now it's summertime players are away, but if, and when September comes around, Victor, what do you think about you being here? Well, you know what? I was fully expecting a trade, but the injury to Jack Wynn opened the door and I'm going to work my butt off to be the best player I can be and help this team. Cause this is a great team and I mm-hmm. want to help this team. And if it, when Jack Wynn comes back and if whatever happens, if I get moved, then I'm going to get moved. Why? Because I've earned that move. I've earned that trade. But I'm here, and I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to make it happen. Because if Victor doesn't have that approach, and if he doesn't put it out there mm-hmm. with that conviction, right, mm-hmm. of, of today's pro athlete, like this is not 1982, like, 
I'm just doing my job. I'm getting paid. I'm collecting my paycheck every two weeks. I'm doing my job. Like, no, like that's not working anymore. But mm -hmm. if Victor's not showing conviction and has not taken a, a strong arm approach to it, mm -hmm. then you know who is? You're cool like Will. And I would love to yeah. see that. And Linus Weisbach will. And Lucas Rusak will. And all of those guys will, right? Because there, there's guys that would love that opportunity. So asking the love question again, yeah. like, what do you love? I want. I would love Victor to have that conviction. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to love seeing the other guys stepping up. Mm -hmm. That really makes me think back three, four years ago. And as we talk about the current prospect class or, you know, um, high profile prospect um, class, you know, the guys that are trying to get up and, and become full-time Sabres. If I was to rewind it three or four years ago, I would have said, I would love for Victor Olofsson and Rasmus Asplund to really establish themselves with the Sabres. And to a certain extent, they did. And and I use them as examples because like, there's no, there's no guarantees, right? That yeah. the top scorers on the Amherst are always going to blossom into the next heroes for the Sabres. Um, I think there's incredible optimism right now that that is in fact what's happening, um, you know, uh, with a little bit of consistency here. But it, because of how you phrased it, it does make me pause and and make me realize that, you know, it, as we started the conversation about Olofsson, I don't want it to be misinterpreted that I don't want Victor here. In fact, yeah, no. it's in my heart, it's 100%. Like, this is why... You know, as the trade deadline came and went, like I was genuinely sad when Asplund left town. Like yeah. he, these two guys did everything that you could have asked for organizationally to bide their time, prove their wares, make it to the next level, and carve out some roles, right? But now the expectations are different for the Sabres. So they have to push and push and push even more. Yes. And I, and I agree with you. If Victor's here. Wow. Like what a story it would be if he scored 35 goals and, and I'm not going to say, cause I, I love the empty netters, but let's say he scores 35 and half the crowd isn't fixated on the fact that he's scoring just empty netters, which is a complete misnomer. But you know what I'm saying here? Like I, I, mean, I would, winning, I would, right. Empty would, netters mean oh the team's winning. Exactly. That's why I love empty netters. So, but yeah, I just, I, I would actually really love it. I just, and even, you know, general manager, Kevin Adams, um, I talked about it because he's been asked this a lot mm -hmm. by the local media. Um, what's his situation and and kevin spoke about how difficult it was for olafson down the stretch what victor realized he has to do but then as kevin said what they have to realize is an organization that they can do to help victor find even more success so there's still an opportunity I love that. here I love you know that, there there's still an opportunity here because again if we're talking about a determined final year of contract player who maybe earns the right to play with Dylan cousins. Mm -hmm. And we all know that in a goals per game over the course of a season, like he's clearly capable of 30 <laughs> consistently because yeah. he's that skilled. I don't know. I think it would be one heck of a story amidst what we often talk about with this team, which is the youth 
carrying it to the next level. And again, I think we we often, I do the same, tend to forget that there's it's not just the hockey player and stats, mm-hmm. and it's not just win and loss battles in the corner and physicality and speed and whatnot. It's there's mm-hmm. there's human beings and there are people and they're they're great quality people, right? Yeah. Like Victor Olofsson, great quality human being. Every mm-hmm. time I sat down with Victor to do a tablet talk, right, and talk about his shot and talk about the details of the game, always very gracious and sits down and talks and willing to explain more and discuss other things. And so absolutely love Victor and would love nothing more than to say he's he's on a trajectory now. Like, look at him taking off. He's mm-hmm. He's used this weird situation of... Yeah, probably expect a trade to an injury to boom. Let's jump full out and let's make something happen. And the Sabres are winners and Victor Olsen's a winner after all of this. Love nothing mm-hmm. more than that. Um, yeah. But I, all I'm saying is if if what I would love even more is if that's not Victor, then it's somebody else. And that's what is going to, that's why Tage Thompson was so fun to watch last year because he was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Why not? What do I have to lose playing in the middle with Tuck and Skinner? And let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Boom. That takes off, right? And Tuck, yeah. like, I'm going to be a leader. Okay, let's see what happens. Because he's he's learned from some really good leaders, either in Minnesota and in Vegas. Let's mm-hmm. use that experience. Let's be a leader. Boom. Darlene stepping up. Like, there's sometimes opportunities that present themselves in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And this may be one for Victor Olsen. I th- 100% it is. Um, and like we talk about Tuck. So Don Granado would have been sitting there thinking, I would love for Tuck to come in and take over a leadership role. Huh. Now, granted, he didn't do it singularly, but he clearly did. Right. No, but you saw it as soon as he started as soon as practicing. He came in, right. And as, and soon as, as I said came, to someone, as soon as he started practicing, you saw it. Right. Even <laughs> taking time with us. Mm-hmm. Like while packing in Vegas mm-hmm. and, you know, everything, like taking time to come on the show on Zoom and be able yeah. to talk to us. Like there was a leadership that Alex Tuck stepped up to helping <laughs> Kyle and Zemgus and others. And that was needed. And it 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 was it, that's what you said. Don Granado loved to see that. Can our Sabres live social team please retweet uh, maybe Luke Brady? I love that. What would I love for the Sabres right now? Just for the season to start. Let's go. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Could we get, you know, I've, I've Uh, been an advocate of an October 1st start to the season, not an October 15th or 12th or whatever. October 1st. Make it a tradition. Make it a tradition. Yes. It always starts. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Who cares? Our year always starts on October 1st. And then it ends when? March 31st. I don't even care yeah. about the end. I just no, think no, but like I, October but like, 1st to March 31st. Boom. But you know what I mean? Like there isn't any common fan that knows like right now when the season actually starts. No, nobody knows. No. And 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 even if the NHL starts, you don't necessarily know when your team starts. But if you took all that away and just said every year the National Hockey League starts October 1st, it becomes like a holiday. How about that? October 1st season starts, April 1st playoff starts. You know. That those two dates will always, yeah. July 1st is free agency. You know, July 1 is free exactly. agency. October 1st season starts. April 1st playoff starts. Very This simple. is not rethinking the NFL wheel. Obviously, the NFL is a Sunday-driven league that has expanded beyond its date. Yes. But 
we have always been a league that plays every single night of the week. So what does it matter? Don't give me the nonsense about, ah, it wouldn't be great TV ratings if we started on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Friday. Bull, if you build in the anticipation months in advance, they're going to come if you and watch. It, they will a, come. Oh my god! You're a movie buff, Duffer. You're a movie I'm, buff. I am <laughs> so not a movie buff. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm not buff, and I don't watch movies. Well, you so there's would know a, though, yeah. the movie that line yeah. is from. If you build it, they will come. Uh, uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. There you go. Ding, okay. ding, ding. Just. Uh, I called a make friend. A donation to whatever charity you want, just for that one for uh, give seven one six. How about that? Well, yeah. Why don't we do that? Uh, oh, you because know, you I have can, my T-shirt on. Gotta show that, I, you, that that's emotional. last year's and guess yes. what fresh merch of course and give 716 is coming uh very soon as a matter of fact as the giving period is this sunday july 16th at 716 p.m mm-hmm. and it ends on tuesday july 18th at 716 a.m so come together raise money for local nonprofits with a chance to receive some great items such as give 716 t-shirts last year's were a huge hit by the way so i don't want to ruin the surprise yet on this year's but you will see them soon bill's autograph mini helmets sabers autograph jerseys full schedule at give716.org i will we will gently let the cat out of the bag here to tell you to stay tuned for us doing something on sunday night yes is that fair that's very fair. Um, okay. So if you are looking at your, but I won't be scaling plans, down the Seneca Tower like people were doing no, no, two no. weeks ago. If I'm not. Scale, there's no chance. If you're oh. looking at your weekend plans, mm-hmm. maybe just think of like five thirty, six o'clock on Sunday night. If you don't have anything and you're like, hey, let's do something. There will be um, okay. One little event. So I just made reference to the, you know, descent down Seneca Tower, which was all over social media recently, not (laughs) long after the Bandits won. How big would the donation have to be for you to do that? $7.16? Oh, my God. $71.60. (laughs) $7,160. Or (laughs) $716,000. What would be the donation you would need to scale down Seneca Tower? I was driving around with my daughter yesterday and she saw a clip on, on Instagram of somebody doing bungee jumping. And she says, would you ever do bungee jumping? I said, absolutely not. I would never bungee jump. Now, she was talking about parachuting and jumping out of an airplane. I'm like, that I may want to do. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, what's the difference? You're yeah. jumping. I'm like, yeah, but there's a cord. There's like the ground. There's like a, it's going to snap myself up or whatever. Like the parachuting is like, you're free falling kind of in a dream and you're almost flying and that's different. Right. So the, the, the Seneca tower repelling or whatever you may want to call it. Like mm-hmm. um, I would, I would take, I would take a lot of money. I'm mm-hmm. not afraid of heights, but I, I, I value my, life. I am. That's why I would say <laughs> 716,000 is my starting point for the donation. Yeah. I would say, <laughs> look, I would probably say 71,600 would be okay. my starting point. Um, you know what's but I, funny, though? I could easily jump to the 716,000, yes. We referenced this the other day, and now I get to do it again. You are so different than your predecessor that I worked with. Because when we were out in British Columbia on a Sabres <laughs> road trip, we were in Whistler for a day, and Brad May went bungee jumping. Middle oh of the season, gosh. just what the heck. 
And that's Brad, right? That that's that's Brad. And I'm with you. There was no chance I was doing it. Yeah, no. Mayday. Mayday is got that no fear factor. Then always had the no fear factor. Yeah. And think of Mayday, Mayday. Like he barely played, right? And then mm-hmm. like he hadn't scored in forever. And he says, I'm gonna put it through the legs of Ray Borg. Like, come on, like that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. You have to have a no fear factor, and Mayday has had that no fear factor forever. He has, and we're asking for what would you love right now? Because the Islanders would love for Zach Parise this to is come back to them. This is and weird. so if you're sitting there saying, I would love blank as it pertains to the Sabres. Uh, we'd love to hear from you at Sabres Live. Um, a quick tease on Spencer Knight. Yeah. The fact that he was in really good spirits <clears throat> when addressing the media as he looks to return from time away from the game. Yeah. What's your first thought when you saw that story, that smile, and that hope that was very clear today for Spencer and the Panthers? My first thought is I go back to my good buddy here in Buffalo, Les Quintar. Mm -hmm. Les um, played for the Montreal Canadiens a little bit. Um, He's a goaltender. He used to be my equipment rep. Um, his son, Trevor, is a Boston Bruins draft pick, and um, Cameron was a goalie, so I, I you know, taught him. But uh, Trevor played with Spencer Knight in college and always said, this guy is a stud. This guy is so talented. He will be Carey Price-like uh, at some point in his career. And I always think of that. I think of how gifted and talented he is. And then I think of the challenge that he's had to go through and when addressing the media, he did say, look, I'm not going to get an inf- you know, into the whole thing. It's not the right time to address anything on that front. And when he feels it's the time to do, he will do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, he just wants to have fun. And, and really, to be honest with you, like I remember being a little bit lost after my first half season with the Rochester Americans and not knowing what was going on. I'm being sent down to South Carolina mm-hmm. and play for the Stingrays. And I'm thinking... I'm just, I'm just going to have fun. I just want to have fun. And luckily I had fun. There was an injury. I got back up to Rochester. I had fun the rest of the year and then it took off, but maybe that's the same thing for Spencer Knight like right now. And I, I always, always want to see great uh, comeback stories and great mm-hmm. human stories. And I cheer for yeah. people like Spencer Knight to be able to find uh, something to really enjoy and, and, and continue to, to pursue. So um, it's big story for me. It's a huge yeah. story for me because of the goalie landscape around the NHL and because of what he is and how he plays. We can talk about the goalie ripple effect potentially from that, but since you were on the topic of you know what you love and what you love seeing, why don't we cap the first segment on Damar Hamlin being back in that spotlight again last night, but not because Damar was getting honored because Damar was honored to honor those who saved his life. And that was an amazing moment at the ESPYs last night. Amazing moment at the ESPYs, the Buffalo Bills training staff getting the award for service. And obviously Damar, as we see it on MSG right now, looking really sharp and presenting this and and the crowd, obviously. Uh, There's nobody in the sports world and and in the common world that, that doesn't know what happened to Damar Hamlin in that game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they followed the whole story. And so the Bills training staff, which 
crosses over with the Sabres training staff as well. There's so many people that that oversee the operations on both sides. Did an amazing job. Amazing job. Um, the, the 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 support that they uh, that they showed and displayed. Um, not only the the physical support, but the emotional support and the, the mm-hmm. help probably within the organization to talk to the players about it all. Uh, they did amazing, and it was it was fun to see. It's awesome to see. It's actually hard to watch when. Yes. Um, I think the beauty of Demar uh, has always been, and I it's funny because I don't always <laughs> like it's like, um, do as I say, not as I do, kind of thing. Like I encourage people, especially in this business when they're starting out, like smile more. That's what I say to them because when you smile, like your voice projects differently, and it's better and it's more welcoming, right? So I'm guilty of not smiling as much as I should. I get it. But DeMar has literally a top three smile in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I can't not look at that human being and be warmed by him. And But when you see him standing there last night, and I don't first look at the smile, I look at his eyes yeah. and how, how big that moment was again to be able to share the gratitude there's never there's no way you could ever show enough gratitude right well how how could you like there's not like you will always feel like you you, your life was saved your life was saved that's the ultimate thing right yeah it's amazing it's absolutely like you watch movies where like the guy uh robin hood the old robin hood with kevin costner Mm -hmm. he saves a man's life at the beginning of the movie and then this man's life like um um mission priority whatever is oh. mission life mission is to protect this man because he yeah. saved his life mm-hmm. like there's no greater uh moment that and and recognition to be able to say hey these people saved my life and i am <sighs> going to always be mindful of that i mean mm-hmm. it's just incredible um so yeah you're a hundred percent and and that's why i'll be honest with you like i have always loved love 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 what would you love i love my equipment managers and my athletic trainers like Mm -hmm. even more sometimes than hanging out with the players was let's take the trainers out for dinner on the road we're in chicago let's take the equipment managers out make sure you tip them at the end of the year Make sure you take care of them because they take care of you. That's a small thing. They will save your life if they have to, right? Because that's what they do. So I always, always was harping on that. Great moment last night. What's to come for the Sabres and others here in this offseason? You would love what for the Sabres right now? Hit us up at Sabres Live on Twitter. We're back after this on WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we're back with more of sabers live presented by seneca resorts and casinos nothing else comes close (sighs) i talk too much you know that we all do we all do, do we? it's yeah. not a bad thing. Say, so, you know what? It it's is not a bad thing. It is when you're trending in the direction that I am, which I feel like I'm at your level or even higher. Like, I'm worried right now if they were doing a word count on the show that I'd be winning on a daily basis. That's problematic for me. <laughs> winning in quotations, because that would mean losing. But I think what I'm really fearful of is that when we end at one today, I'm not done. Oh, no? I, I'm No, I'm going to be over at Imperial Pizza tonight with oh, Pat yeah, Moran that's right. on that's the Talking right. Buffalo podcast, which will be live at 8 o'clock for those in person and streaming. So why don't you just like guide us through the rest of the show? I'm just going to like sit in the back and think of what I would love. I actually, I love Imperial Pizza. I remember I was <laughs> yes. there. I was there when John Tavares had the bad injury against the Montreal Canadiens in the bubble in the playoff. I was watching the game at Imperial oh, Pizza yeah, yeah. outside on the patio. They got the great TVs out mm, there. And mm. then that happened. And I was like, oh, this is bad. This yeah. is really bad. And then, oh, that was awful to think of that moment. My goodness. There was Corey been... Perry's knee to John Tavares' yeah. head as he's trying to avoid him. And then oh, you go to social media and everybody's saying Corey Perry is a dirty, you know, player. And I'm thinking, like, okay, I get that Corey Perry may have earned a reputation of some sort, but not in that play. Like mm. he wasn't trying to kneel a guy in the head. Like, but anyway, I also remember the pizza was fantastic. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you take the good memories and obviously we're, we're going to have a great time tonight and I'm looking forward to it. So hope to see you uh, after seven uh, at Imperial pizza in South Buffalo. Obviously. Chris is a Sandy loves 
He would love that the Sabres would... I would love the Sabres to have a 1A and 1B goalie tandem, Levi being one of the two. Again, uh-huh. it comes back to our goalie conversation, right? Like, yeah, yeah. how do you, maybe it's a 1A, 1B, 1C. Like, and I don't, I don't like to phrase it that way. Again, I don't want the Sabres to have three goaltenders this year on the roster, but with Rochester down the road and the ability to have call-ups and have it easily happening. You play a Friday, Sunday game in Rochester. You have a Tuesday game in Buffalo. You can give that game to a, a goalie that's game ready. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a matter of who's going to step up in training camp again. So then I would love for the Sabres to start training camp now. So we could have those questions answered and know by, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks. Teams that are interested. And I don't know how many of those there are, but teams that are interested in Matt Dumba would love for him to regain his old form. Wonderful piece by Travis Yost on tsn.ca uh, this day, chronicling what has been, you know, statistically and presumably I test as well, uh, a, a, a d- decline in Dumba's game, which has now left him in this position where we're a couple of weeks into free agency and there doesn't appear to be like a massive interest. There's no question he's going to get a deal and he'll play, but it would appear based on Travis's research and, and other means that the evaluation of Dumba is what have injuries done to impact his game? What can he still deliver and what is the right market price? We were talking about Spencer Knight right before the break. We discussed probably just off air the other day, but with Knight hopefully coming back to the Panthers, they already signed Stolars as their backup. Yeah. What does Florida look to do in the future after maximizing a great Bobrovsky run this year to a Stanley Cup final berth? There's still time left, multiple years on his deal. Will Spencer Knight become the Panthers number one before the end of the current Bob contract? Is there a ripple effect in any way here in the goaltending world if Spencer Knight returns to the projected form? And then that got me looking at goaltending around the league, and I thought, should Chicago go out and sign a goaltender? Like, are they still in tank mode? for one more year to have an elite running mate with Bedard, because right now the tandem is Morazic on the final year of his deal and Soderblom, who we saw play in Buffalo, right? Yeah, but so, yeah, I like Soderblom and I like Jackson Stauber, who's Rob yeah. Stauber's son, who got mm-hmm. some games last year. Are they the answer? No. Is is Peter Morazic the answer? No. But you're but they've got like early. They've got $8 million in dead cap right now. Or who do you go and get? No, no, no. But I'm just saying. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They could they not? Should they not? If they do think that they're imminently going to turn this, why wouldn't they go get Hellebuck? And then when the eight million in dead cap comes off the books next year, they've got the freedom to do it yeah, with the extension. The you know what I mean? Hellebuck at eight and a half million, or somewhat reported, like even up to nine. Yeah. In in four plus years after plus you've got Bedard. almost four million of Morazic coming off to make yeah. room for it. I think you know Chicago what I mean? could make it happen. I I, yeah. I I think Chicago could make it happen. But also what Chicago could do is say, 
We don't need to trade for Connor Hellebuck right now. He's a UFA at the end of the year, and there's going to be some movement in the goalie market at some point. Maybe we look for... Oh, no. Or our guy at the trade deadline. I mean, we can look for at the draft next year. Like, there's no... Darn sprawling like Wi-Fi. I thought I had it all figured out today. I rebooted my whole system, and then it happens at 1241, Duffer. Let's mark that. 1241, I got to call in. But anyway, like, I wouldn't do it if I'm Chicago. I don't see their urgency to give up pieces to acquire a Connor Hellebuck, right? You can do it in the summertime. You can look for other options. I mean, there's still some uncertainty right now when Mm -hmm. it comes to what is Jeremy Swayman going to get in arbitration? What's Ilya Semsonov going to get in arbitration? Mm -hmm. Where is Spencer Knight? Like, if I'm Chicago, maybe as a, I I don't want to call it a short-term situation, but maybe in a year from now, I call Florida and I say, hey, if you retain, I'll take the last two years of Sergei Bobrovsky. I'll do it, right? Because mm-hmm. then it gives them a goalie that maybe would play good under that type of pressure. And you can continue to develop somebody in the in, waiting. Like maybe it's a Soderblom, maybe it's a, a, a Jackson Stauber. Like mm-hmm. you can continue to do that. Um, I wouldn't do Connor Hellebuck right now. I, if I'm Chicago, I'm not doing that right now. Well, the buzz phrase, one of them um, in sports right now is the window, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the reason I prompt you with this idea is because many notable first overall picks have not really been on a team that comes out of the block super strong in year one of their career. And what has been and the f- issue with most of them? In fact, prior to this year, when Pittsburgh missed, the only other time Crosby missed was year one. We all know it took Connor McDavid a little bit, too. I mean, it's been a different, it's been a wild ride in Edmonton for sure. But if we're looking at it from a window standpoint, and if Bedard is whatever great level Bedard is and is going to be, like, why waste one of his 16 years? Just get the goalie now, go all in. Be great, and don't miss a don't miss a window of opportunity. So, I mean, you could say that from Connor McDavid with what was in Edmonton. They tried mm-hmm. Cam Talbot, they tried Mike Smith, Nico Koskinen, they tried yep. Jack Campbell, and now Stuart Skinner. They've never really found that guy uh, in Toronto with Austin Matthews. Right? They had Freddie Anderson. They decided to walk away from Freddie Anderson. I think it was the best goalie option they were going to get. Yeah, And maybe the injuries played a role and then they went to Jack Campbell and injuries played a role. And then they went to um, Ilya Samsonov and it's still eh, is up in the air if he's the guy or not. But um, Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of teams make mistakes on goaltenders, but that's why you got to think ahead. You can't think, Oh, great. We won the lottery. We have a number one, like superstar player. Let's start developing a goalie now. That wheel should have been in motion three years ago, four years ago, right? The Sabres should be in thinking goalie development mode now. I know Devin Levi, probably in Buffalo or hopefully in Buffalo, but who's the next guy? Who's the next guy that in five years from now will be your goalie to come up to Buffalo? You always have to have that because it starts inside your organization. So if Chicago doesn't have a development plan with their goaltender, they're screwed. They're screwed. Like maybe they get a year or two of good goaltending through a Bobrovsky or Hellebuck or something, but then after that, they're in trouble. Yeah. 
Well, Chicago is a destination place, though, league-wide, and it shouldn't be hard to find the right goaltender moving forward, one wouldn't Indeed. think. And based quickly on... on Matt Dumba, because yes. I want to answer the first one. Yeah. I feel like there's Did a you ever if... answer Owen Power yesterday? I did not answer Owen Power yesterday, so we'll get to that uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Matt Dumba, I feel there's a domino effect thing here. And I've read a couple of pieces where Sharks and Matt Dumba may be interested, maybe a good fit. But there's an Eric Carlson domino piece that needs to be get, figured out. So once maybe Carlson gets figured out, maybe it's a Dumba that falls into San Jose and gets himself a nice place to uh, and a nice fit with the San Jose Sharks. So I think there may be that type of uh, domino effect situation going on with Dumba right now. Well, that's an ultimate this or that, obviously, uh, for Carlson, as far as which team is going to be the best suitor for him. We can address that when we come back. Also, a reminder at this point in time, because the Sabres season will begin on October 12th, that uh, half-season packs are available right now. So we encourage you to get after that. Half-season memberships, 22-game plans, and uh, looking forward to you Seeing that's, us and vice versa. That's times they can come and say hi to us. Duffer. That's, that's exactly good. what I was thinking. And uh, all available. At, I don't know if that's part of the tagline or whether your photo is positioned on the website when they click on sabers.com slash memberships. But uh, <laughs> hopefully that is, in fact, the case. And us we'll on the you. MSG sphere. That's what they put on uh, the tickets. Yeah. We're back <laughs> after this with this or that. Sun Sabres Live. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. We have almost three minutes left in the show. Almost a legit segment for Dis or Dat. And I'll start, Marty, by answering it myself. Dis or Dat, Ann Arbor or Plymouth for the National Team Development Program? I never made it to Ann Arbor. Uh, It couldn't be better than Plymouth. Plymouth is a really, really, really nice area. Holy cow. What a beautiful day I spent there yesterday before heading home after my trip to Kalamazoo. This or that time. Let us start with Eric Carlson. Since you brought up San Jose moments ago, Pittsburgh or Carolina. This or that more likely future home for Carlson. I have a feeling Pittsburgh is the more likely future home for Eric Carlson. 
But this reunite, reuniting of uh, Brent Burns and Eric Carlson in Carolina has, has me intrigued as to how that would all come together. Uh, but I think Pittsburgh is in that window. Uh, we talked about the window earlier in the show. They're in that window. Malkin, Crosby, yeah. Latang, right? They need Carlson. And then after that, you blow it up. The window never closes for Carolina. That's how they do business for sure. Live tour or retire? This or that? Well, Roy McElroy said he'd, he would rather retire than to play for uh, a live tour type of situation. Um, and I love him for that. Yeah, I, I'll say this. Um, I think for Rory, he'd definitely retire. I, I trust him. I believe him that he would retire. Now, I once said after my brother hit the post in a game when the Washington Capitals <laughs> played in Buffalo, I said I would have retired on the spot if my brother had scored on me just to get scored on by him, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a year later or whatever, or vice versa. It was Florida, Washington, regardless. Um, I said so the same about working I, for the Leafs. Yeah, well, yeah, no. but that's I sold okay. my soul 20 years ago. No, again, uh, would you sell your soul if somebody gives 716000 for the Seneca drop? Next question. Bridge <laughs> or long-term? What's the deal for Owen Power? Long-term. Long-term for Owen Power. The Sabres have the money uh, under the cap right now. You can lock Owen Power down to seven, seven and a half million dollars for eight years. Include So next year and eight more. I mean, for me, it's a long-term all the way. All right. Uh, 20 slices of cheese on a burger or 20 hot dogs? What's more 20 likely? 20 hot dogs. I love hot dogs. I will eat 20 hot dogs. 20 slices of cheese is too much. It's just like, I, but I how much noise. How much is too much? Like, how many slices is that too many? Three. <laughs> See you tomorrow on <laughs> Sabres Live. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota.
Let's go places.